You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, Russ from my Hammers 11. Hope you're safe and well. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you're made aware of any time putting new content on. We will be your West Ham fix during the six weeks after the deluge of football we've had for restart while we wait for uh, 21, is it no, 20, 2021 20, season to start. We'll be there to help. So make sure you hit that bell icon because all these stories just keep you keep you plugging along while uh, while there's no football. Loads of great guests, loads of great fans, including today's fan. He's very nervous, but he's but it's, it'll be fine, Mark. Don't worry. It's Mark Pryor. Hi, Mark. How are you? I'm not bad, Russ. How are you? Not bad. And I've heard you just come back from the gym. Well done. Yes, yes. And as I just said, I, I spent an hour on the running machine listening to one of your other episodes. So yeah, well, there you it's, go. It's good. It's good exercise. Yeah. And for those of you interested, these these will be available on pod, on all your podcast uh, platforms shortly. But uh, until then, we'll, we'll stay on YouTube as well. Um, has the gym, when did the gym? When did your gym open? We open uh, Saturday. We were the oh, wow. first ones down there. Yeah. Oh, so wow. we were me and my wife were itching to get back to the gym because nothing really? beats you know a, a proper proper session. You can go for a, a run around the park or a nice walk or that sort of stuff, yeah. but nothing beats a and and actually, my incentive is that the treadmills at my gym overlook the pie and mash shop. So it's like an incentive. You think, oh, if I can just do this next mile, I can go and have double pie and mash. You can you have know? two and two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, yeah. <laughs> That's a great incentive. I wonder, I wonder if that was the correct town planning by that by the gym to do that. But uh, That's perfect, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. How's the, how's the rest of the weird world we've been living in um, treated you? It's... um. I suppose it's been it's it's been as as good as it can be. But, yeah. um, you know, others have others have struggled a lot more. Um, I've been quite lucky, as my wife has, and we've we've been managed to be able to work throughout. So, um, obviously, working from home since March has been at first it was a little bit difficult, but you know you slowly get into it, and now it's it's really quite quite a nice routine. Yeah, so, easy. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, the lack of sport was was a a big a big yeah. deal um because you know uh, having no football to follow 
was you didn't know what day of the week it was or what week no, of the month yeah, it was yeah. and so on and so forth um so i think i've i used up all of rob banks's videos on on youtube i i flushed all of those out good plug um, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's family um yeah. you know and then you start watching things like the euro 96 relived and yeah. um and even football related films that you just think oh, i've just got to get something just just watch something but um you know the the um streaming services have been brilliant so like yeah you've got the the sunderland one the man city one and oh, now that you've yeah, got yeah. the They've got the Tottenham one coming out, and even if you're oh, not, can't wait for that. Yeah, yeah. Even if you're not a fan of that club, it's great to see stuff behind the scenes. It's brilliant. It's true. It's true. I mean, I've even watched Iron Man again, and I don't know why I watch it because it brings a tear to my eye every time I yes. watch it. But it's, uh, yeah, and I know what you mean. It's sort of you have to get your sort of football fix from somewhere, don't you? Um, yeah. And then we had, then you had like this sort of like from feast to no, from famine to feast the other way around wasn't it and it's oh, like yeah all these games and you know what day of the week it was you've missed three games already that day yeah um very bizarre all the different times and like six o'clock kickoffs and God that knows, was hard and, yeah oh you finish work you think oh, oh hang on a minute football's on in a minute i've got got to turn it on and um yeah yeah it's it was you know the, we had the beginning of this season and we weren't too sure were we whether we were going to you know do well and then obviously all this nastiness hit and and i suppose we were a lot of us you know from from work who are all west ham fans we were all discussing it thinking do we want the season to restart or don't we do we want to yeah, you know yeah. end it now because it's you, you look after your own team but i'm so glad we did because yeah. that has been the, the best end to a season that i've seen it's been phenomenal yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it has been, and and, and it start. And the thing was, it always made me laugh, you know, because obviously, yeah, we're gonna come back, we're gonna beat Wolves, and yeah, no, you're not. Wolves, Wolves were never like, you know, it's like, yeah. and then after that game, it's oh, we're definitely going down. It's like, well, no, because we would have lost against Wolves yeah. anyway. You know what I mean? Because they're just a good team, and we weren't at the time. And you know, I think people assumed after restart we were going to become this well-beating team straight off the bat, and um, it takes took us a few games before we got there, to be honest, but. Um, it just shows you when there's when you look at teams like like Sheffield United and stuff like that who were like mm. flying and restart just came totally at the wrong time. It came perfectly at the right time for us. Yeah. Um like we didn't feel like it at the time. Because we just had that Southampton game, weren't we? And it was like Yes. And Hallow and was starting to click with Antonio and then and then we were like, Oh bugger. But actually I think he did us a massive favour. And um and just frustratingly now, obviously, typical West Ham, we're playing our best playing our best football just before the end of the season where we were off for six weeks now yeah. so it's like start all over again and it feels yeah. like the beginning of it oh it felt like the beginning of a new season so yeah obviously you, you've got that massive gap of nothing in between and then all of a sudden suit checks on the scene and it's like well and i know obviously he was there he was around before but blimey where did this guy come from he was yeah. like you know it's like a torpedo that guy he's phenomenal he's yeah he's so glad that we've you know we've managed to to snag him it's it's just Unbelievable. It's, it's mental, really, because he, I mean, he is, you know, I think it was Gio or Gon said on one there on the Hammers chat, um, you know, you could easily put him on the market today. Mm. Double your money. Double your money. Yeah. No problems. There's uh, definite equity there, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. And it is a new way of, of us dealing in transfers, it seems. And, mm. and that's a good thing. Um, are, are you a crowd off person or a crowd on person? Well, it's funny because I've seen a few of your, your yeah. uh, past interviews about my, this. It's my new question. I quite like it. It is. Um, when it when it started, I just 
turns you know turn the tv on and the crowd was there and i knew it was yeah. fake but you you know subconsciously you just think oh okay there's there's football and um it's funny actually because rob came around to so rob banks came around to mine to watch the uh watch the wolves game and yeah. i said well let's see what it's like with with no sound and we, we flicked it over and it's like watching a training game and yeah, there was just there's no atmosphere and i know that some people like it because they can hear what's going on but there's nothing quite like the roar of a crowd, even if it's fake, like yeah. canned laughter sort of thing, something behind it just to, you know, it's it's when people slip up and push the wrong button and, you know, that makes yeah. it quite funny. So I, well, I the, will admit, I'm, and yeah, I remember, I'm a crowd man. Yeah, no, I am a crowd man as well. Um, I wish so much so that when I'm at the, at the ground... I actually try and if it's on the telly, I put it on. So like, just so I've got some crowd noise in my ear because it's, <laughs> it's, it's like we, really weird. Um, but what I loved, I think it was a Norwich game when they obviously three deal down to us at half time and they booed the team off. And yes. that's harsh. When you're, when your artificial fans crowd. turn against, <laughs> when they turn against you, you know, and you know, we relegated yeah. Norwich and they were booing them. I thought that's tough, you know. I'd love to be the guy who presses the buttons. You know what I mean? I'd love yeah. to and and make it my last. Yeah, you know, last day. You just better be sacked. And you're playing Chelsea, and you're a West Ham fan, and you put all like you know, blue flag. You put yeah. <laughs> big fat Frank. All those yeah. chants on just 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 to yeah. get one upmanship. But um, yeah, and obviously it sounds like we'll be doing that for at least a few games next season. Yeah, um, it seems that way. Then we'll see what happens, but. Uh, I think we need, we need something, and we need a resolution. Although it doesn't seem like with, with Bournemouth now they're going to be probably suing Hawkeye and stuff and yeah things like that. But uh, it had to be done, and it's funny because like we watched that. I remember watching that game like like ha 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 oh isn't it technology's mm. still rubbish. <laughs> Not thinking that it's going to bite them on the bum, you know, like uh, coming into the season. It's absolutely mental when you think about it. But uh, that was that was such a weird day. The last game of the season, so I had. Because obviously, you know, usually you're you're looking for the you know the who's going to win the title, but obviously this yeah. was down the other end. And I, because yeah. we were safe, I could sit back and and relax. <laughs> and I had um, I had the the Arsenal Watford game on one TV. I had the the Bournemouth Everton game on another telly, and I had our game because I didn't have BT Sport. I had that on in my ear, so I'm listening. And, and my wife's going right. So what's the score at West Ham now? Because we really wanted Bournemouth to stay up. Yeah. Yeah. And you know. It, because I must admit, I've never been a massive fan of Villa because, you know, Me I've neither. never liked their style of play. But um, either wanted Bournemouth or Watford to stay out because yeah. they, I mean, they deserved it. The way they played the last game of the season, they thoroughly deserved it. Yeah. Especially Bournemouth. Yeah. They did. I mean, I, 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 to be honest, it's like I, I could happily have all three gone down because it's like I didn't like Villa because I don't like Grealish and I don't like John mm-hmm. Terry. I don't like Bournemouth because I don't like Callum Wilson. And I don't like Watford because of Troy Deeney. And then you're yep. thinking, well, let, let's get Norwich back up. You know, <laughs> I didn't mind yeah. them. But, yeah, um, we'll have them. Yeah, we'll have them back. But, uh, yeah, it was weird. And it was nice to have, to, as you said, relax that last game of the season, but also yes. have a say in that lot in the end of the season as well. You know, like we had you know, we're a bit of a bulldozer that season, you know, relegating Norwich. Nigel Pearson got the sack after playing us. Almost yeah. buggered Man United's Champion League spots up, and uh, yeah, we did we did quite well f- by the end of the season. If you look at looking back at what we did, and uh, you know when you're you know when Mikel Antonio scores more goals in restart oh, than our yeah. star than our star striker the whole season, there you go. <laughs> yeah, but then the 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 Villa game. Um, obviously, you were there, so you know I, I could only hear it and and 
see what I saw on match today, and I think it went down as Yarmolenko's goal, but was it not a Grealish it's goal? Grealish own goal, yeah, yeah, which I thought would have, which I was thinking is just poetic. Plastic it is. Justice. That's yeah, perfect. In terms of imperfect, <laughs> really the wiped the smile off his face. And it was really cringy. They were well cringy. They when they scored, I could hear there was like obviously the directors and directors. Yeah, yeah, you know. And then we scored straight yeah. after, and we're like, you're not screaming it. And at the end, they did this little huddle, and it looked mm. like the assistant, Stuart. I know it was their assistant, like, but he he added like a. You know, a radio. He had like an earpiece, like radio. Oh, transistor like, radio. Yeah. Fucking mobile phone. We live in this digital age. You've been living like virtually for the last yeah. six months, and and he was like, and, and they were like, yeah, and they're like, yeah. It's like, oh my god, it's like you won the league. I'd say, mm. you know, it's just like you you scrapes you scraped staying up by a point. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, at least it's something to hate next season as well. Oh you know. yeah, definitely. So, you, can't um, make, you can't let West Brom because of Slav and no. Julian. Definitely not. And, and Leeds, Leeds will be good. Leeds, it, it's nice to have Leeds back. Mm. And, um, you know, as, as time currently stands, Brentford are, are winning in their second leg. And yeah. it'd be nice to see Brentford or Fulham back in the, you know, in the Premier League. Well, yeah, no, I'd, I'd say like... Brentford back. They've never been there. But yeah, it'd be nice to I'd see, like to see one, Fulham. Of the, one of them. Yeah, yeah. Fulham, Fulham are my pick because uh, I want Ollie Watkins or the other guy. <laughs> yeah, you want to <laughs> poach everyone from Brentford. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I Fulham, I don't really like me. You know, well, they're, they're the, I don't really like him. I've always seen Fulham as like the the, the West Ham of West London. They're they're like the again they're they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're never going to win the league, right? But yeah. they they do play honest football, and you know you can't hate Fulham. You can't. And they, and they have a neutral sitting area, you know, which I think mm. is always lovely. So West yeah. London, isn't it? Like it is. You know, yeah. Just you can you can you can just be neutral in your, your little neutral section. Yeah. And obviously, yeah. I mean, it's always uh, yeah. Fulham's always a good day out. I quite like mm. going to Fulham, and they've got obviously the new bit, haven't they? The, the bank side stuff. Yeah. Um, which looks quite nice. But anyway, we digress. Um, we do. We'll see what happens. Sorry. Uh, that's all right. <laughs> People are used to it now. You know, I've had done 130 <laughs> of, of videos on here. People know yeah. I just go off on a tangent. Um. So so Mark. So basically, obviously, you see the West Ham shirt. Um, the first question I always ask everyone, as you know, is 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 why? Why West Ham? Why is it your club? That's a really interesting question. I mean, um, I, I got into football, as in supporting football, quite late. So when I was about nine or ten, which yeah, I, so I, I say is late. It's about, you know, and I think you and I started going around about the same time. Yeah, so. Um, so I I had a clear choice because I'm, I'm from Bromley in, in South East London, I suppose you'd call it. So... There were three clear teams you could have gone with, which would have been Charlton, Palace, or need I say it, Millwall, which would have never yeah. happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, however, my dad's side of the family were were Chelsea, and my mum's side of the family were were West Ham, and um, it just so happened because up until I was about eleven, I was an only child. So Robert Banks, my uncle, was like my older brother, yeah. and naturally, I just I followed in his footsteps, yeah, and. Um, I think there's a there's a picture of me in one of his books. I think it's in a rational age of Luton, like in the eighty five, eighty six shirt, aged about four, not knowing what the hell is going on, just you know, blowing some bubbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. brilliant. But that's so it. It's all, so that's it's all it. Rob's fault. So it's all Rob's definitely, fault. Definitely, definitely all Rob's fault. Yes. <sighs> He's got a lot to answer for that man, isn't he? Really, um, he certainly has. Yeah. <laughs> and a whole lifetime of of misery. Since. Do you remember your first game? Do you remember your first game? Of course I do. Of course I do. So again, obviously it was with Rob. He, he took me, and it was against Brentford at home in April of the ninety two ninety three season. 
Uh, we won four nil with uh, who scored? Who scored? Who scored? Butler, Keane, Morley, and Martin Allen. I think it was. It's like four greats of the game. Yeah, <laughs> it's all scored. That's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, but it was um, it was it was a, a proper day because I think my parents had been low to let me go to the football because obviously in the you know the late eighties and all that sort of stuff there yeah. was there was trouble. Yeah. Um so you know naturally you wait till you get a little bit older. But as we were walking in we were in the East Stand up I, I remember it down towards what is now the, the Trevor or what was the Trevor Brooking. Was, yeah. And uh as we were walking up the steps to go in and Rob said, look, you know, remember this because you're gonna you know you're gonna want to want to feel it. Such a such an author, isn't he? Such a he is <laughs> so cliche and um it's true. We, I walked up the steps and you, you sort of peer over and yeah. you see the see the green of the grass and you hear the crowd and, you, and all of a sudden it just envelops you and it's like this, I don't know, it's this feeling, this drug that you just can't let go of. Right, That's yeah, it yeah. now. You're, you're done. I'm, I'm staying yeah, here. Yeah. So there it's is true. no club. And it, it, it's when you, when I talk to every, like everyone I spoke to, all the fans particularly, they do say, you know, I was hooked after the first game. I haven't met anyone who said, nah, I didn't fancy it after the first game. Do you know, no. I was like, nah. Because, it, as you said, it just grabs you, doesn't it? And as you said, yeah. as an impressionable an impressionable young lad, you know, you could do it with your uncle. You know, probably first time you could probably swear about getting clipped around the ear yeah. um, <laughs> as well. You know, it's like everyone's... I mean, I remember that particularly. I remember, I remember going with, with my brother and his mate. And, uh, and this is probably around the 90s. 293s maybe a bit later actually and uh and we took him and it's probably the first time he was allowed to swear because he yeah. his mum and dad weren't there we took him and it, the ref was being a typical ref and as and the crowd stopped the crowd went quiet and he just got up and went waker <laughs> yeah like a little eight-year-old voice <laughs> I always remember that. It's so funny, but it's true. It, 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 it is, as you said. It, you know, it's not just that, but it's, it, as, as as Rob said, yeah, it's about mem- remembering the memory, remembering the view mm. when you go out onto the stairs the first time. For some reason, that grass looked greener than any other grass mm. I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and that's it. You're hooked in it, and it's just the smells. It's like I can't. I just can't. I just. I, I'd love to be able to recreate some of the smells that that you had from Upson Park and Piper Bins to London yeah. Stadium. So the cut grass, cut grass was always when I got, I yes. always got that smell. And the other one was, was outside the two burger vans opposite each other with like on the smallest road in the world. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> no opposite zone by the sports club. And just the smell of those cheap burgers. Yeah. Just takes me there's back. There's nothing I like just, it. But there's it's, um, I don't know. Um, as you get older, Saturdays don't seem like they did when when yeah. you first started going. It was yeah. it was, I suppose, as you get older, you get more responsibilities and everything. But when you're when you're young and you're going to the football, everything's possible and everything is yeah. brilliant. And you know the sun shines brighter and it's just the smells are much better. And it's just I don't know. That's that's I think when we left Upton Park um, for the London Stadium, I think that's mm. one of the things I was sad about is the fact that that memory is. Although it's it's up here, it's it's gone. You know, yeah. never going back. Yeah. So yeah. 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 I know what you mean. No, it's it's true, and it's it's just one of those things, isn't it? You you think about like the other day, it just crept. I I think I mentioned someone else the other day. I was talking. I was talking to my wife, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I popped down Erkins, 
and I was like, I've been Irkins for like for like ten years. <laughs> like the little the, the, the one for the Bobby where the uh, Brookin and um, Bonds mirrors. I've been yeah. there for years, but for some reason I was meant to be going. I was going to the the local chip shop, but I called it Irkins. I was like, mm. where did that come from? But uh, yeah. and I was like, oh, I could do when I was really. I, I could and I could taste it. The cheap burger from Irkins. Like it could, it's mm. really funny, isn't it? Just like just one word or one memory conjures up the smells and the tastes. And oh, definitely. And and always, you know, you had to. I remember you. We always came in with a a pocket full of bottle tops because they always took your bottle top off your diet coke, and That's and so right, we had yes. we always had spares. Nah, yeah. fuck you, <laughs> beat the system. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah no, I used to love it. So so obviously, you know, since then, um, lots of lots of memories. Some mm-hmm. obviously not so good, better. Any of them stick out to you, Mark? Yeah, um, so there's, I mean, all the time I spent going with Rob, yeah, um, because we were, you know, like like I say, like brothers. So it was always mm. it was always great, um, and you know, really really thankful for that. But then it's it's interesting because as I got older, as, as I'm sure you do, you you find that you start taking other people to games. So I remember the yeah. first game that I took my my younger brother to. He was 11 years younger than me. I think it was yeah. it was Wigan. I couldn't have picked a more boring game for him, but we, you know, <laughs> but he, he's now hooked and he's a, you know, ardent West Ham fan. Um, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, I took my son to, it was Hull under the lights. And then <laughs> you pick some cracking games. For I know. Family. Absolute, <laughs> absolute crap. And then, um, and then my daughter, I think was Man United at home when Rooney got, got in trouble for scoring and then swearing down the, the lens of a camera. I think. Oh yeah. 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 She fell asleep, you know, halfway through the game. And, yeah. um, and then, God, I do take to people some crap games. Um, I took my wife to crew in the uh, crew at home in the cup. It was just a load of old rubbish. Anyway, sorry, I, I get away. So, yeah, um, games that stick out. Obviously, as a West Ham fan, it doesn't matter whether you win or lose. It's it's how you play, right? I think yeah. that that goes yeah. for that goes for all of us. And if you if you show that you you try hard, then you know win or lose you've, you've done a good job on the booze, yeah. so so the 2006 cup final for me is one of those big memories yeah. um unfortunately i couldn't get a ticket for that so um a load of us slept up to um up to green street and um Brilliant. went into went into one of the pubs i don't think it's there anymore it was it was left from the uh from the station we went in and settled down and started watching the game and I thought, as we all did, that we were going to win it. And um, yeah. I was coming coming back from the bar in the dying seconds. And just as I sat down, Steven Gerrard scored his goal. Oh, and yeah. just as that goal went in, I felt this glass ashtray whoosh across the top of my head and smashed on the wall. Thought, Good job I sat down. Yeah, exactly. um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, I don't really want to give too much away from my 11 before yeah. we start, but you've got the, you've got the two on win over Wimbledon that Decanio scored that wonder goal yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's something that you'll, you know, you remember forever. Um, I'm sure a lot of us will remember the us going five nil up against Burnley, and um, them, you know, them coming back out in the second half like they had about five extra players, and it went five one, five two, five three to the point where we were actually looking at the clock, thinking, "Come on, come on, come on, hurry up, yeah, yeah, yeah. run it, run and it yes. down." <clears throat> so it's games like that that stick out, and I think the biggest one for me that sticks out. Um, was 2016 we had the um, FA Cup uh, fourth round replay against Liverpool yeah yeah, yeah. and um, 
it went, you know, it went to extra time, and we thought, oh, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna go to penalties here. And I was with my wife in the upper uh, east stand, uh, yeah. just above the away fence. And um, when Ogbonna got that goal in the 121st minute, the the way the place erupted, especially because it was under the lights, it, that just st- stuck Brilliant. in my memory. Yeah, yeah it's phenomenal. And, you, and you're right about going with. You're right about going with friends and, and family for the first time, sort of game sticking. Haven't been with my daughter yet. Um, it's it's difficult, obviously, for me because obviously I work there, so it's like I can't mm. really sort of like shepherd her in. So I've got to get got to be good enough game to get my wife along or someone, and then and yeah. she'll come. Um, but I remember yeah, my mate, my first mate, I think one of my, my best mate. Well, I'm going to get him on the channel soon, so it'll be quite a, quite a funny story. But I, I turned, he was a vegetarian before he came to the first game. I took him to his first West Ham game, and by the end he wasn't because like you know, bless West Ham, but they didn't have at the old ground. They didn't have a, a huge array of vegetarian options. No, uh, not really. Not unless you like chips but, or something. Yeah, it's <laughs> chips or or a roll. So he went. Oh, I'll try. Yeah. I'll have a burger. And uh, yes, and. I changed him from being a vegetarian. His mother never never um, forgave me for that. But um, <laughs> yeah, but I know what you mean. It's like it's all fun and games and, and going with friends. I used to go quite a lot of my mates used to go to a lot of the reserve games when I was at uni. So I was still doing I was doing the announcing for the reserve games, right? And bringing them down like from Loughborough. You know, we all get in the back of my Fiesta, bomb down the M1 for an hour and a half, watch. I know, Fulham, West Ham, Fulham reserves, nil nil, and then get back in the car and zoom away back up to Loughborough. But uh, no, yeah, it's great days. I used, to, I, I loved it. But um, yeah, it's all those things just stick in, stick in my memory, you know. It's, and yeah, and it, it's, that's um, what it is. I think it's, uh, and again, um, it's it's not just home games; it's it's away games. So, um, you know, as I said, I used to go a lot with Rob, and then um, he moved uh, moved away from London for a while. Um, and I thought, well, I'd better, you know, start going to some games on my own. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not going to sit there and, and do nothing. So I did. And, you know, you, you get a couple of away games in. And before you know it, you find you've gone up and down the country. Yeah. And, you know, St. James's, St. James's Park in January is not a nice place yeah. to be. It's pretty cold yeah. and a long way away. Um, but then, I mean, I don't know about you, obviously, because you work there. But um, back at Upton Park, you had a routine when you, you know, when you went, especially yes. as I was a bit older. So mm. we used to make a, a point of getting off at Plasto and stopping at um, what was the I can't remember what it was called now. Was it the Duke of Wellington or something like that? It was a pub near Plasto. That obviously that closed down. Then we, yeah. we moved to the Black Lion, and then Lion. yeah, then that started getting a bit a bit crowded. And we thought, hang on, there's, there's quite a walk from you know belly full of lager from yeah from plaster all the way to the to the ground so um yeah we started going to the social club with with some really good friends from work who are you know ardent ardent ha- hammers fans so um we found ourselves in there every game and it's yeah. just it was you walked in even into the, the social club you just walk in and you know that everyone there is the same as you and it's just yeah. it's wonderful you can't it's that it. collective spirit isn't it that, that, that that's yeah. what i think uh, it epitomizes this channel because that's that's the whole point of this channel is 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 it's 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 grown because people have given me like you know rob gave me your name and 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 that's how it grows to to get more and more stories on the channel I think that's why people like it as well it's yeah we took we, yeah we, we'll, we'll talk about the 11 in a tick but it's about the journey and it's about why you're west ham the stories because everyone has a slightly different take on everything don't they yeah. so not one yeah. person's story is the same you know and um, and that's what i love about it you know, there was one the other day and literally i said why are you west ham fan he said oh because my dad is okay well why is your dad a west ham fan anyway well he literally wanted to he decided he wanted to pick a football team when he was like eight and he opened up the newspaper on the and he went 
that one. And it was West Ham. <laughs> lucky lucky taking a Grand National winner. Brilliant. Uh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, oh, if only it was Liverpool for you. You know, you've had, you've had a much happier <laughs> life. And stuff. But, uh, yeah, I know. But, and and, and that, I think that's half the fun of being a West Ham fan is those, you know, as I said, we have, we do have the most sort of victorious team song, you know, to, to sort of mm-hmm. get everyone's morale up about things fading and dying. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's sort of a, it epitomises us as fans, I think. We have that sort of... Yeah. I mean, I've got this... I'm, I've got a complete sense of optimism for next season now. And I know it's going to be three games in and it's and it'll be back to normal. Dashed, yeah, it's gone. Yeah. yeah. But I'm the same every yeah. year. Every year, I'm like, yeah, this is our year. This is We're going to have a cut run. We're going to be safe by January. Yeah. We're going to push on. And I actually genuinely believe it this year. But I know... Yeah. But I, I know, I know we're going to lose 5-0 to West Brom uh, the first game of the season, <laughs> uh, or Leeds or something like that, and we'll we'll draw against Burnley and we'll have mm. about five points by the time we get to November. Um, oh, good but yeah. It's what it is, isn't it? We start all over again, but that's just being a West Ham fan. And, that's um, when everyone starts calculating. They go, oh, if we get three points from so-and-so and then we get a point there and then we get a couple of points, there, oh, we might be all right. You know, yeah. everyone starts getting their calculators out and it's, it, you're right, Um yeah, because we've all got friends who are Man United, Liverpool, yeah. Tottenham, Chelsea, and you know, good luck to them. They're, they're yeah. you know, they're they're, they're good great. teams and they've got lots of money. But if I'm honest, I'm I think West Ham fans are they they like the not knowing that they're gonna, you know, not knowing that we're going to succeed. It's a bit of a gamble. Yeah. That's that's what's yeah. nice about West Ham. That's what it is, and it's true. I mean, when I interviewed um, Akabusi, he 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 said. What he loves about being a West Ham fan is, and it's like you can imagine him just like you know, just like so enthusiastic. We know we're not going to win the league. We know. Give it all that. Give it all that. Bless him. I love him. We know we're not going to win the league, but I just love those days, and they happen two or three times a season where I can go to my Chelsea friend or my Tottenham friend and go, "Ha, we beat." Yes. And that's it for the rest of the season. We know it's going to happen. There's always going to be two or three games. I always knew he was going to turn up against Chelsea. I always thought he was going to get like at least a point at Man United. And you could predict them. You just knew. Mm. You know, we almost we almost beat Liverpool really at Anfield. Like you know, we took you know we seconds away really from, yeah. from doing them really. Uh, and the Arsenal game as well. We were unlucky to lose that one. Um, and yeah, that's just being a West Ham fan. Anyway, let's get on to the 11. Let's get into the 11. Right. Looking, cause that's only half the show. We've got to do the 11. Um, yeah. And so the only rule is you have to be alive to have seen them play. That's okay. it. That's the rule. Anything else goes. Um, you can talk about who you want, whatever context, it's all right. I'm going to take my glasses off because then everyone will not know that I've got a light on. Anyway, <laughs> I haven't got makeup on. I've just my my, my eyes are getting better. For those who are interested, I watch it's getting better. Um, oh, okay, there's, there's there's a few people who who worry about me. Um, none I'm in sure my household. Do, yeah. None in my household though, so it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> right. Anyway, so uh, who is between the sticks right, for the well, Pro Eleven? So what are we gonna do? Right. Well, um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go on about each player. I'm just gonna I'm gonna rattle through them because I think they they speak for themselves. So between the sticks, there is only one choice for me um, because of when I started going to West Ham. Um, yeah. Obviously, everyone else is you know they they picked Phil Parks etc. And who is a legend, a true legend, but I I yeah. never saw him. Okay. So for me, one my my hero between the sticks is Ludo. Yeah. Right. It has to. 
there's there's no doubt about it. Um, and the fact that you know he he played for you know for so long with us, went away, came back, you know, as part of the part of the training squad. It's just so nice, especially at um, Nobs's testimonial yes. a few years back yeah, out to Park. Yeah. It was just it's lovely, and um, for me, he'll always go down as a and, as a great. And, and he just seemed to be our keeper for years. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, always yeah. into being. It's like you know, like a uh, like a comfy jumper. You know, it's just yes. like it's always there. How long have I had this thing for? And you're like, <laughs> God, God, fifteen yeah. years. These pair of pants. Yeah. No wonder they walked out themselves. But yeah. um, but yeah, no, it's 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 true. Uh, he's a lovely guy and uh, off the pitch as well. Um, yeah. and and I will convince him to come on the channel eventually. That'd be that'd be amazing. I remember the, the cool. um when we had the old west stand and you used to be able to go there and have your old autograph book yeah oh he's back don't worry he's back don't it. worry yeah. yeah this was um the days before selfies and things like that and um yeah. you, you know you had a pen and autograph book and you know i was with rob and he went that's ludo because he, he was my favorite player it's ludo. Oh, ludo and i just remember looking up at this guy thinking my god you're huge i'm you know <laughs> only about three foot so um so yeah Definitely, and um... yeah, definitely, he's a he's a great guy, and and he's one of those players who, I think, I'll be honest. Sometimes I think I think I I gave him more credit than mm. than he had because you know, I thought he was a fantastic keeper. And watching Rob's Rob stuff back on on YouTube, he made a few mistakes. He did. He did. he did, but it's but I, but I keep I put the claret the claret glasses back on, you know what I mean. But what keeper did, what keeper hasn't for West Ham? It didn't, and the thing was, I think it endeared him to a lot of people, even though yes. he made mistakes. No one's perfect, you know. Um, but he did play like he was claret and blue through and through, right? He's not well, going to. So that, and that's as I said before, it doesn't matter if you win or lose; it's whether you try, you know, whether you, you go for that last ball, whether you go for that last tackle, doesn't yeah. matter. We love a guy who just runs after a pointless ball, then it into the corner. Yeah, exactly. We know it's not in Dowie. We know you're not getting that ball, but well done, well done, yeah. well done for running. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah, you've you've shown us a bit of best time. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Okay. Ludo's in goal. Um, go on. We'll go go left back then. Who we have left back then? Left back. Um, well, you might have to forgive me for my positioning, but um, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry. I've, you, I've you, done it. you just go for the pit, go for the team as you want to, Mark. Go yeah, on. okay. I'll let you left do back. Left back. There is only one player for me, and again, from when I started going, and he's been on. He's been a pick on so many of your, yes. of your other episodes. It is the Terminator. Yeah. It is Julian Dix. Yeah. I've never, I've never seen anyone like him on the pitch. Where he no. will, no, no, no. He'll run at attacker, and they will most of the time jump out the way you know and i've heard his crunching tackles and and things like that but <laughs> at the end of the day he's he, you know having seen him outside of of the you know of the pitch he's a really nice guy he's yeah. so down to earth so you know so caring i remember um was it back in 95 96 when ludo got sent off against everton and he had to go in goal and yeah, you know yeah. face a penalty and you, you see him putting ludo's shirt on and these sleeves are coming down and you're thinking oh, it's poor sod you know but you know, he he endeared himself, and the fact that he came back and he managed the ladies' team, and and then you know was was a, a coach as well on the yeah you know the men's team. Just think, yeah, he has to be in the squad. If anyone has been going to West Ham for longer than twenty years, Julian Dix definitely appears there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, Terminator's in. Who's going to be next, then, Mark? Okay, so I'll go right back, and then I'll do sure. my two middles. Right, yeah. so right back. Um, 
I'm not sure how many people have, have pulled him out, but um, I'm going with Stevie Potts. Oh, yeah, Stevie Potts. God bless him. Yeah. And bless that's just fan. because, yeah, because he was so consistent. You know, again, he was a gentleman on and off the pitch. Um, there's not really much more to say. I mean, he got he got the one not goal, Steve, didn't he? No. He got yeah, the one goal yeah, against he... Hull. Um, yeah. And I do remember it was, um, God, it must have we got to be about... 15, 16 years ago now, a friend of mine was doing the knowledge and uh, we, were, we were chatting. And he said, oh, Mark, you're a West Ham fan. You're a West Ham yeah. fan, aren't you? I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I am, yeah. He said, do you know someone called Potts? I went, yeah, what, Steve Potts? He went, yeah, yeah, I've got him on the phone. Do you want to talk to him? And I had a conversation with Steve. I thought, hello, Steve, you know. Yeah, yeah. A proper, yeah. proper hero, and he was yeah. he was there, good as gold. Yeah, famously, yeah, famously a taxi driver, wasn't he as well? Yeah. And uh, now the under twenty threes and stuff, where he needs, where yeah. he serves to be, um, which is great to see. But yeah, now he's he's a gentleman, uh, absolute gentleman. Steve Potts is, love him, love him to bits. Who's next? Right, right. So um, we're going through the middle now. So Alvin Martin, there's there's no one else other than yeah. him. To be honest with you. Um, you look at his statistics he is one i know people ban that word around a lot mr west ham but he yeah. really is he's one of these you know true west ham legends if you know if he doesn't get an honor you know because of his services to west ham at some point oh didn't he get like two testimonials wasn't it something like two. that yeah double testimonial yeah yeah, yeah. um and and for that you know he um he gets into my team and my next player um it was it's Pretty much a an entry and an exit. So as as this car was coming out, Alvin Martin was leaving. So my other defender is Rio. Yeah, has yeah. to be. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, and um, Rio because he was such a a um, a good product of the of the youth academy and the and the yeah. you know the way that we we bred our players. Um, he was true to West Ham. He was a great defender. He you know he he he, he picked up the mantle. Um, and then when he left, he was. I, well, I, I personally didn't feel that he, you know, when he went to Leeds, that he was anything, anything other than someone that was going on to do bigger and better things. Yeah, yeah. And and he did. He, you know, he yeah. he took his game by the scruff of the neck and and raced away with it. And yeah. um, and again, I mean, you know, everyone has their personal troubles, but he's had he's had his fair share of personal troubles, and he's yeah. dealt with them amazingly. And you yeah. think this is someone that's that's been a player from a very young age and he's dealing with life really well yeah. and yeah for that he gets my thumbs up he's, he's good yeah, definitely no yeah he's, he's he's a class act and he's yeah. one of those players you know players come and go um you know but he and and, and I, sometimes i almost don't don't forget they played for west ham but it's almost like it's not like yeah, yeah. someone like Kiate or someone like that mm. you know i'm thinking yeah, he played for us for a few years, didn't he? Rio's different. I always think doesn't matter if, when he was playing for you know Leeds or, or United or England. He was always always he was always West Ham's Rio Fern. Yeah, he always just had that. I had yeah. that close association with him, you know. And I just think, and he yeah still speaks really highly of the club as well. And uh, yeah, and and he and he and he he, uh, he commented on one of my one of my Twitter posts. <gasps> I was like, oh my god, oh my god. I mean, he's a he's a London he's a London boy as well. So I mean, exactly, I think he appre yeah. he appreciates what you know what what football means to the East End and things totally. like that. And I, and I know I say the East. I'm not from the East End. I'm I'm from South London. But you know, there there is a certain type of player that can You're you know right. can 
can can gel with with the people that, that yeah. support West Ham and live around there, and he, and he did that, and yeah. yeah, I like him. Definitely. All right, who's going to be next then, Mark? Right. Uh, oh, who to pick? I was thinking of putting Marco Boogers in there, but I thought, no, I might not waste my time. He's, he's appeared. He's, he's appeared in someone's. Uh, uh, James Jones from We Are West Ham podcast. He yeah. actually has, and probably is the has the uh, the only person ever in the world to have a Marco Boogers shirt. Oh, so, God. like on the back, he, he put Boogers. He just he literally bought a shirt that day, and uh, and when he signed, and everyone was like bigging him up. So he's got Boogers, whatever it is, 13 or whatever on the back of his shirt. But uh, yes, yeah. um, And Martin Allen was going to put him in for a joke because yeah. he uh, he used to room with him. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, he, he lasted all of, what, two minutes and then to, he did well. yeah. to, to Neville out and that was it. So, um, was it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, no, he's not in my team. So please oh, don't okay. put that one in. No, right. No, um, so, so left back, uh, not left back, uh, left side, I yep. would like uh, Trevor Sinclair. Tricky Trev. Tricky Trev. Um, for no other reason other than you could play him on the left, you could on the right, you play in oh, the middle. Course, yeah. he, he would just do anything, right? And when when we first came up to the Premier League and he was with QPR, you sort of thinking, oh, this is a serious player. I like him. Yeah. When, when, you know, when we signed him, wow, this is this is good. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I, again, I can't, can't bash on too much about him. He's a, just a brilliant player in my eyes. He was. He, he was the right player for the right job. You know, and he just... He, you're right. He's one of those players who could. I think. He, I think he started up front for us. He made his debut up front, and mm. I think he played a wing back. And you know, a bit like a bit like Antonio, really. Now, it sort of plays everywhere. But um, Trevor was, yeah, he was a great player. And obviously, I think, yeah. and he re, he resurrected his career at West Ham, which is very unusual because usually we get players at the bookends of their career. We mm. never get a player a couple times where he's in the peak. And and he came and he was, you know. He, Obviously, everyone knew of him because of his bicycle kicks and stuff at UBR. But yeah. he wasn't really pulling up trees when he signed for us. No, um, no. And, I mean, we got him for, like, Dowie and, and Roland and a, and a couple of million or something, like a typical Harry signing. And then he became this, just, he just resurrected his career, got into the England squad and everything. Yeah. So, he was brilliant. But, uh, yeah, tricky Trev's him. Who's next then, Mark? Right, I'm going to go on the right side and, again... Um, he may be slightly out of position, but I, I put him there to fit him in. Um, it's Scotty Parker. It has to be. Oh, and I know that Scottie I know that a lot of people say, well, you know, he left. And but <laughs> blimey, when he was with us, he was one hell of a player. And um, you know, I, I have the honour of being able to say that I played against him at Sunday League. <laughs> so um, yeah, I, I obviously never knew that it was the Scott Parker when I was playing against him, but years. <laughs> Years later, God, that was that player that really had yeah. something, and um, and you knew he was in safe hands with with Scott Parker. Yeah. You knew he was always going to try and create something, um, and it, yeah, again, if you've ever seen him play play live, you're not yeah. going to be going anywhere else, are you? Nah. Are you so, one of those people uh, who who always when he's when he was on the telly or when he was playing at West Ham? You go, oh yeah, I, I played against him. You know, like every game, it was like mm. your your story. Oh yeah, yeah. Scott Parker. Yeah, when I played against Scott Parker. Um, <laughs> yeah. Always, oh yeah. When I'm, yeah, when I was on the books. Yeah. Yeah, when I was on the books, and me and Scott Parker, we were we were roomies together. Um, no, I was all that with. Um, I used to play rugby. When I used to play rugby a bit. Um, I played against Joe Worsley. And um, and like you know, so obviously when he played for England, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, me and Joe, yeah, we are well back, well back. <laughs> we like that, Didn't. we like that. We, yeah. we played like yeah. different schools. I was a scrum half. He was a, and he, I was literally, 
he he tackled me and I had to go off because yeah. I, he winded me because it was so powerful a tackle. But uh, no, yeah, Scott. But oh yeah, me and Scott. Yeah, yeah, we were like good baits and that. But yeah, yeah. Um, is it? Uh, do you know what? It really pisses me off when people don't put Scott Park, don't give him enough credit because he he was so you know he was so instrumental for us. He kept us up for so mm. yeah beforehand yes. and and yeah he went to another club, but he went to another club to better his career and. People, you know, and it's like the same people who put, you know, someone like Payet or in, in the, yeah, he's a legend. Scott Parker had more West Hamness in his little toe than Dimitri yeah. Payet. Yes, he was a fantastic player and technically the best player I've ever seen in West Ham, but Scott was just miss. He was, he was just, you know, and, and the influence he had on Mark Noble, people forget. Yeah, and I think you, you know, like. Mark does the little turn that Scott did the little turn around. Mark does it as well. I saw Declan do it the other day. Mm-hmm. And um, no, I think he's, um, I think the whole Tottenham thing just really, really winds me up because he gave, I mean, he, I mean, you know, someone like, some sort of mentioned it the other day when, when he was signing for Tottenham, like the day before he was playing for us. He, yeah. he you know, he could have, it was like a wet, wet, you know, Wednesday evening at Watford or something like that. Um, and he didn't have to do that. He knew he was no. going to Tottenham, but he still did it. And, I, and people yeah. just—it's just, it's this old, like old school mentality that football should be loyal. And you know, as you said in the Alvin Martin days, they were. You know, they. But yeah. it doesn't happen nowadays. Now and it but just, it's the it difference between. Me. I mean, you got you got people like Scott Parker, who you say played the night before yeah. he he was moving. But then, and I'm not gonna not gonna knock the guy, but Pyatt was he was brilliant, but. Yeah. When he wanted to move, you could tell that his head was down yeah. and he was in a sulk. And it's like, right, well, yeah. just go. I'm sure a lot of people that have been supporting the club for a long time will say, if you don't want to be here, yeah. go. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah. yeah, fuck off. Don't need you. Yeah. Ta-ta. No, it's yeah. true. It's true, man. And, and I just think I just think Scott Parker just doesn't get enough. And, and as I said, I would like to see Fulham go up as well, partly because of Scott Parker as well. Because yeah. we'd have Slav back, Julian back, yeah. Scott Parker back. Nice. It's the old team. Although, although Swansea got back. I, th- I forgot that Andre Ayew still plays with Swansea. Yeah. Because oh, I, I, I saw a picture and I, th- I thought he'd retired or something. There's no, he's up front. Up front for yeah. Swansea. Fair play to him. I liked Andre yeah. Ayew as well. Right, okay. Scott Parker's in. Who's next then? Oh. Right, we're going to go in the middle. Um, yep. And part of the Scott Parker influence, I've, I have to have Nobes. Mark Noble yeah. has to be in there. Right, um, because he is, he's, he was Parker's deputy, wasn't he, really? Yes. Um, and what he's grown into as a, as a player and a captain is, he's going to go down in history as, as oh. one of the greats. You know, he's another Bonds, another Brooking. You know, he, he mm. I can't speak highly enough of him. He's just brilliant. Yeah, he um, is. I mean, he has, his, he has his off days, as every player does, but then when he, when he's, yeah, when he's turned it on, then yeah. he's brilliant. You're totally right, and and he is, and I think that's something. It's something really special about having uh, a fan who's your captain, and yes. is you, you know what I mean because you know that he would hurt when he's lost the game. You know, you don't, yeah. you know, particularly with like as you said, a pirate or, or, or Pellegrini, for example, as a manager. Mm. Yeah, professionally, he's he's frustrated. He's lost. But Mark, would you feel like he, I mean, I've seen him, you know, 
when he's not been in the squad, he's been set up in the in the disabled areas of the stadium when there's obviously no fans there. He kicks every ball as a fan, and yeah. it's lovely to see because you know he's just like he would be the one ripping into everyone if they're not delivering because he not only has the professional side but he has the emotional side and um, and it's just it's just I think that's why fans appreciate him because. You don't get that very often. You look in the, the captains of various other Premiership teams; they're not fans. They're you know they're just yeah. very rarely are they a fan of the club. And that sort of one man club, five hundred games for one club, it's old school. You know, it's old yeah. school. Having a testimonial is old school as well. Yeah. And he's like that bit, which I think when he does retire, it'll be a real loss because I think you'll lose that. That, that connection between the players, the team and the... Particularly, well, depends. If if a certain Mr. Rice is still around, yeah. it won't be such Fingers a loss. Crossed. But do you know, yeah, yeah. Oh God, yeah. We'd love yeah. another 500 games, please, please Mr. Yeah. Rice. Thank you. Yeah. Or another 401. He's, he, he yeah. played, he's played 99 league, Premier League games already. I know. It's and he's mental. so young as well. It's And even when he, you know, when he first started... You know, you, you see our, our, new, our new player, our new signing, Rice, and you're watching him, you're thinking, OK, well, we'll watch a few bits and pieces. Is he going to be another Freddie Sears? You know, I'm not knocking Freddie Sears, but, no, you know, know, or is he going to, you know, is he going to sort of fade away or is he going to go on to better things? And the way he's just exploded, Brilliant, he's eh? just phenomenal. And he, he does remind me, I know he plays sort of out, out, slightly out of position, but he reminds me, and I, I never saw him play live, but of another Billy Bonds. If you look yeah, at him, maybe, he's, yeah. got that, he's got that determination and aggression mm. in his face that you think, yeah. He's. I, I do hope we can keep him. Nice. Oh, I mean, also, yeah, he played. He's played every every minute of the Premier League this year, yeah. and is. I think like, is he. Is only, is only four people who've ever done it before him, or he's one of four or something like that. He's, oh, he's a phenomenal, phenomenal man. Anyway, Nobs is in. Nobs yes. is in. Cool. Who's next? Who's next, Mark? Um, right. Okay. Uh, we won't won't dwell on it too much because um, you know. We're going on, but Frank Lampard, uh, yeah, Frank Lampard Jr., obviously. Yes, <laughs> um, uh, and that's that's purely and simply because, again, like Rio, he was a product of the academy, yeah. he was a, he was a great player. Yes, he left you know to go on to do bigger and better things, which he's achieved, right? And again, you, you can't hold it against him because he's, no. he's progressed himself, right? And look at what he's doing now at Chelsea, he's doing a great job. Nothing else I can say, really. No. Proper guy, no, I agree. I agree, and I think um, again, he's he's another one. You know, I think when you look back, he made he was he was a really good player for us. And and speaking to the players that he played with at West Ham at the time, he knew what the fans thought of him in terms yeah. of his daddy got in because his uncle and his dad's on mm-hmm. the, and he would train twice as hard as everyone else. Just to prove got, wrong. Because Har- yeah. I mean, Harry admitted it when I interviewed him. He, he, he you know, he, he thinking about it, he probably did give Frank a harder time because he knew he was that good, but also he knew that nepotism was often suggested and stuff. And yeah. uh, and but he did get, you know, uh, one of the Anwar Udin, one of the um, one of the youth team guys. He would say he'd get in and he'd just after the session go and sit down something to eat, and Frank were like, right, I want to go and do some one on ones. Can you come back? And he's like. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, he would he would he would t- train twice as hard. Yeah, and, and that's, uh, that's all you can ask for, isn't it? Really, and exactly. he's, he proved he proved his worth. And again, he's you know he's proved himself at, at coach and a management level. Definitely, you know, it's he's done done a brilliant job. Yeah. All right, so, Frank. Yeah. Jim. 
Who are we gonna cool. have? Uh, who's next? Who's next? Right, my top two. Um, yes. Now, luckily, I mean my my all time favourite West Ham player is Frank McAvenny, but I was never old enough to see him play live. Oh, yeah. Right, um, it's it's quite sad. Although I think I managed to see him when Sky One were doing a Premier League All Stars competition. <laughs> oh yeah, they used to, o- do you know, they used to do it, didn't they? So all the old boys, it's like five, seven aside or whatever, wasn't it? And it was That's like, it, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I remember I got to see Frank Lampard and uh, one of my mates from work. See, you've actually seen him score now. It's like, yeah, but it's not quite the same. It's indoors and it's yes. seven aside. <laughs> yeah. Um, so no, he's 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 off the card. Um, yeah. But I'm going to go with the next best thing. I'm going to have Tony Cotty. TC. Yeah. Yeah. Because obviously we were lucky enough to see him when he came back um, yes. for his second spell, and yep. he's another another legend. Great player, yeah, Mr. West Ham. You know, it's not much you can say about TC. You know, he's a lovely and he's a lovely bloke as well. And actually, yeah. all the guys from that era are just lovely blokes. You know, we've had him on the channel, um, and very similar to Maka. Actually, mm. you they just make you seem like you know that the questions you've asked them are probably the first time they've ever heard that question and they're yeah. probably not but yes. you know but he's like just yeah me i mean i mean maca particularly and tc they, I mean, you know we chatted for about an hour before and about an hour after the episode mm. just talking about west ham and you know and his thoughts and they've all got really interesting thoughts about west ham and uh and and it's funny when you talk to some of them like like mark ward and uh, and we spoke about it. oh yeah i tell you what if we had if our if our eighty five eighty sixty season played this lot, we'd beat them five yeah. 0 before we've even started. And it was like <laughs> probably right to be honest, but um, and that's what I love. And, and and TC particularly, he's he's so you know he's such a football fan. He's such a, a stats man. You know, it's like he loves mm. the stats, and um, I just think he's great. And I'd I'd love him to. I mean, he does that ambassadorial role um, yeah. with Ferrari Rochers uh, at, at West Ham, but. Um, <laughs> But I, you know, I'd love to see him involved in in, in other ways as as well because I just think he's he's. I think we need, and we're starting to have more West Ham people in the coaching mm. staff, and I think in particular for the foreign players, they need to understand where the clubs come from. Yes. When they come in, you know, someone suggested the other day that they just sit down with a reel of Julian Dix tackles, and they say, right, if you yeah. do this, fans <laughs> will love you. You know, yeah. they'd love you. You know, it's like, it might not be it, but this is what they want, you know, or, you know, 20 minute sort of montage of John Moncur. You know, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> true. It's, I want. mean, it's it's a heritage thing, isn't it? And people yeah. like Tony Cotty and stuff, obviously, they, they came up through the, you know, through the youth and yeah. and they understand the area, they understand the club, yeah. they understand the fans, and they, so they know what they've got to deliver. But when you get someone that comes in, um, you know, foreign international players yeah. who are, most of them are absolutely amazing, but they don't quite get, I don't feel they quite all of them no. get the, no. what it means to be a West Ham fan. Yeah. yeah? And no, yeah. perhaps that comes off, off the wrong way to them because, you know, we're screaming and shouting at them because it's like, no, you've got to give it a bit of heart. You've got to give it a bit of soul. Yeah, Come on, yeah. you know, put those two feet in. Um, so, yeah, I think you're right. It would do to have a bit of a history lesson when you, <laughs> when you join. <laughs> West Ham yeah. 101. Love it. Yeah. All right. So TC's in. Who's the last piece of the prior puzzle? Last piece of the prior puzzle. Sorry, I keep looking up because I've got my, my team laid out in front of me. Um, it's, um, as Harry called him, our Palo. So I'm going to have Palo de Canio has to be there. Yeah. Right. He's yeah. um phenomenal player. And yes. he was another one that quite literally wore his heart on his sleeve. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. And, Definitely. Uh, I mean, he's he's a he's a different he's a different one. Oi. He's a different one to uh, not to you, to the dog. Um, he's a, he's he's like again. We were just saying about you know foreign based players coming in and getting West Ham. He got West Ham, you know, and the fans got him. Um, and it's and it and it wasn't about putting two footy tackles in for him. It was just about just passion, you know, just yeah. pure Italian passion, wasn't it? And it just resonated with us. And this this love affair, which still continues today, um, is still there. And I, I love him. You know, I just think he's a fantastic person. Oh, you know, he's, he's amazing. Yeah. And um, it was, I mean, I went to went to Rome for my honeymoon a couple of years ago. And I make a point of whenever I'm in any foreign country, I will naturally, like all West Ham fans, walk around in a West Ham shirt. Always travelling um, colours. Always travelling colours. Exactly. Yeah. And um, I walked into one, uh, one bar restaurant and um, they recognised it as West Ham and... Um, wanted my shirt so i i obliged by going back and changing and bringing them my shirt yeah and um got uh got free drinks for the rest of the rest of the holiday it was brilliant because it was decanio they they said oh decanio decanio yes you know would you can we hang this in our brilliant. in our restaurant like, yeah of course you can there you go yeah oh, so yeah. yeah legend yeah, legend always always uh yeah literally always on the holiday always take a west ham shirt you know, around the beach, around the pool, you know, you just start conversations, you see people yes, and there's yeah. always, and it's so true. It's like, I just think, and again, we, we're probably biased, but I don't see, you know, if I was looking around the pool and there was a guy in a Tottenham shirt, I don't see, hey, you know, people congregating to him going, oh. No, no, you don't. Eric Dyer. Yeah. No, no, no. It doesn't really work like that. You know what I mean? It's like where, <laughs> yeah. where for West Ham, they always, it always works. It's just, I don't know why. It's just, it's a weird thing, but, uh, the amount of times, the amount of, amount of you know, random situations we've got ourselves into in our family just because I'm wearing a West Ham shirt, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's brilliant. And, and I said the other day, we've been social distancing for years. You know, we yeah. just, we literally just go. Yeah, we yeah. don't shake hands. We don't do anything right. like that. We just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. Nothing else. Yeah. Nothing else is needed. And you've made that bond, that connection. And, uh, and that's what's, that's what's lovely. Um, yeah. Mark, man, that's it. Brilliant. Done. thank you so brilliant. much man <laughs> it's been good fun i'm glad you enjoyed it it's been great chatting to you and obviously thank you to everyone for for watching as well you know like share subscribe appreciate all the work mark's put in he's obviously he's got his team <laughs> sheet in front of him as well i can see so he didn't make any mistakes but uh it's been brilliant thank you mate um obviously you know please everyone share you know comments uh make suggestions keep this keep this whatever we've got going going uh, i don't know what to call it but uh, until next time from me and mark take care everyone stay safe come on you irons you've got to do it you've got to do it now i've said it <laughs> there you and go. take care everyone see you soon bye-bye everyone bye-bye from me and mark bye-bye cheers they just sports social podcast network hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.